Welcome to this week's episode of the Versatile Writer podcast with me, Sarah Bannum. As is the 10th anniversary of For the Love of Books this year, what better way to celebrate than by sharing some gifts? The reason I decided to spend four weeks dissecting these aspects of creative writing was because I used to wonder what each of them really was myself. Over the years, I'd heard them spoken through other people's lips, but hadn't really realised back then it was something I could train myself to do, and now I do them as part of my business. Therefore, because I wondered what they were, I suspect others might too. There's also another reason I'm sharing this information. With the recent job losses in many industries due to COVID-19, I thought I'd share the love by instilling a sense of confidence in you that might enable you to begin your own writing business. Being a helpful business person to other potential business people might be what's really needed right now. Over the course of four weeks, I'll be looking at different aspects of creative writing that I offer as part of For the Love of Books. For the Love of Books offers several services, including the Versatile Writer podcast. If you want to find out more about my business, you can do so via my site at loveofbooks.co.uk. Those different aspects are copywriting, creative writing workshops, ghostwriting and proofreading and editing. This week I'm going to talk about ghostwriting. The first time I agreed to ghostwrite for somebody, it was quite a surprise. In the town I lived in back then, I was known as a writer and someone connected with my daughter's primary school approached me completely out of the blue to write their life story. At first I didn't agree, I told them I'd think about it. I needed to research what a ghostwriter actually did because at that stage I had no idea. And this was fine with them because they wouldn't have expected an answer there and then. Like many people, I presumed ghostwriters were only for celebrities, politicians, the rich and famous and other such people. I had no clue that any writer could be a ghostwriter and any person could be the subject. In fact, over the years I've learned that it's the everyday people who have the best stories. Once I agreed to write their story, we arranged a fee, which, as I look back now, I realised was completely unrealistic considering the amount of work that's involved, and I set about writing it. Months later, they decided they wanted to have it printed just for a dozen or so people in the family. Afterwards, and just a few months later, they passed away. But at the funeral, a family member read from the book as part of the eulogy. That part was quite poignant, a privilege and unique from my point of view as I hadn't even realised that would happen. After that episode, I realised I could ghostwrite. And once I'd worked out from that first experience how it all fitted together in a practical sense, I added it to my list of services when I became self-employed years later. Just a few years ago, I wrote a book on ghostwriting. It's called Ghosting, and can be found via my website, loveofbooks.co.uk. It gives information to those seeking a ghostwriter, knowing what to expect and the costs involved, yet it's also written for those wishing to become a ghostwriter. I often send a copy to those potential clients who contact me for initial information. If you'd like a physical copy, as in the paperback version, it's just five British pounds, so please email me your interest to sarah at loveofbooks.co.uk and I'll arrange to send you one. Aside from my own book, Ghosting, I would also recommend reading Andrew Croft's Ghostwriting, published by A&C Black. 
There are all kinds of ghost writers in the world. Some write blogs for other people. Some write fictional stories for clients, like novels or novellas, or poetry, while other ghost writers write non-fiction, like biography, business pieces, or life histories of people or places. Essentially, a ghost writer is someone who writes for someone else for money, regardless of what the actual piece of writing is about. In my experience, the skills required to ghostwrite are the ability to string together an interesting and well-written sentence. You also need good people skills, patience, determination and perseverance. Be interested in other people, not just a fleeting nod here and there, but show some real genuine interest. Aside from this being a polite thing to do, it will also really help you when you come to write it if you're interested in the subject. With ghostwriting, the types of questions you'll be asking depends entirely on the type of project it is. If you're writing about someone's successful business they began from the ground up, you'd ask them different questions to the person's novel you're about to write. I'm a freelance writer so people have either been recommended by others to me or have googled and found me. Big name ghostwriters often work with agents or publishers and receive work that way. However, not everyone can fit into that category. So being interested in others' stories and keeping your ears open when people are talking about their lives is often a way in. Incidentally, using the term big name ghostwriter, in inverted commas, is kind of an oxymoron because most ghostwriters don't get to shout out their names much because it's all about the client. The client gets the spotlight, not the ghostwriter. Most clients have their name on the front of the book and some allow something like Joe Blogs with Sarah Bannum type thing. Or you might get a mention in the acknowledgements. So if being recognised for your work is a big deal to you, ghostwriting might be a tricky job to pursue. That said, you should be paid handsomely for your work, so having your name on the book might not be as important to you as the fee you'll be paid. Money is often a tricky thing to talk about, but with any freelance work, you have to work out what it costs you to live, add a profit, and then that's your fee. It might be worth adding a contingency fee to that as well. Most clients cannot pay in one go. Often they pay some now, some when it's complete. Or, and this is what most of mine have done, they pay monthly over the time the project takes to be written. You'll need to have several interviews or chats with your client to discover exactly what it is they want and do ensure you and the client sign a written agreement before any work takes place. This will protect you both should you have any unfortunate conflicts during the project such as if the client is indecisive and changes their mind halfway through as to the type of project they want written. Perhaps what started out as a life story may end up as a novel, and both those would have a very different way to approach them. Different projects will come at different prices because not all the research will be the same. Some might be very difficult to come by or take you time and energy to corroborate stories with someone else if it's a biography. If it's a novel you need to research, that too will take time. It's also worth noting if it's a novel, things like plot, character, the structure of the story, character names, character backgrounds, all of those will have to be agreed with your client. When you interview, or if you prefer a more informal chat, with others to corroborate these stories, often it takes time to arrange appointments. Before Covid there would have been travel expenses to include. Now it's likely most of it will be done over the phone or via a video conference. If it's in person though, do ensure you adhere to COVID guidelines. Do be flexible with your approach to ghostwriting. The very first one will be an amazing learning curve 
and it will give you heaps of information that will help you out in your next project. You'll learn a lot too, not only about the chosen project, but also about human nature. As I mentioned in my book, if someone gets nice and relaxed, they often part with some very explicit information. As the ghostwriter, it's up to you to ensure only certain parts of that gets into the book. Only relevant things need to go in. If you are interested in my book, Ghosting, and have any questions, the answers are likely to be inside. Do get in touch if you'd like a physical copy. Email sarah at loveofbooks.co.uk and I'll organise it. Thank you for listening to The Versatile Writer with me, Sarah Bannum. I hope it's answered some questions for you. And if you think it'll help somebody else, please do share it. And I wish you the best of luck with it too. The Versatile Writer podcast aims to highlight areas of creative writing and talk about them, whether that area affects the writer themselves or the writing. So if you think The Versatile Writer has been a helpful podcast this week, please do recommend it to your friends. It might be that they are just waiting to hear its message that week. If you're interested in my ghostwriting services, do get in touch. The website is loveofbooks.co.uk and it'll give you all the information you need. Email me and we'll make it happen. Until next week, thanks for taking the time to listen to The Versatile Writer with me, Sarah Bannum. Have a great day.